the children of the forest. Welcome to episode 24 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Alan Watsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm nine. I'm Liam, and I'm six and turned seven um, January 1st and... uh, January 21st. January 21st. Yeah. (laughs) And it is January 18th today. 18th as we record this, so the next time you hear from us, Liam will be... Seven. Seven. So, here we are. Uh, It's about a month since The Force Awakens has premiered, right? It's the 18th today, Uh so the technical opening day was the 18th, right? That's... Uh So, uh, how has it been? How is how has Star Wars with Episode Seven: The Force Awakens in our lives been for this month, Anna? What do you think? Good. Good. What's Good. changed? What's changed, Liam? I don't know. We we are already quoting the movie around the house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think probably my favorite thing to quote quotes is when I'm separating food for you guys and you each. Usually get one quarter portion. <laughs> <laughs> and and me and Liam like to say all of it. Like it's true all of it. It's true all of it. Yeah, and uh, I think I've occasionally told you to tell it to Kanja Club. Have I tell that to Kanja so. Club? Yeah, uh, that's a really popular one online. Uh, which it's for some reason that line "Tell that to Kanja Club" has become, it's taken on a life of its own. And uh, how about at school? Like uh, I just the few times that I come into your school, uh, there's not a time I come in where I don't hear people talking about. I don't hear like Kylo Ren and, and Star Wars, and I just hear so much talk about it in the halls. It's so cool. So it's been a month, and we have about eleven months until Rogue One. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is pretty pretty awesome. So last week I talked about the fact that I thought that George Lucas maybe would have taken more risks uh, with the storytelling of the sequel trilogy. Um, that it maybe wouldn't have been something that we as fans would have instantly liked the way we do this one. Well, uh, I didn't instant like, like it oh, yeah. because I had to get over the fact that Han died. That's true, that's true. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I instantly liked it either. When I walked out of the theater that first time, remember, I was like, oh. Same that with was me. really, I mean, I, I, I did really like it, but I was having mixed feelings about it. But the more I've seen Same it. Same with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, I was listening to Rebel Force Radio, and Jimmy Mack on there is always referring to the risks that they took in The Force Awakens. And, and, uh, and I kind of wanted to back up a little bit and talk about that, because I didn't mean that, like... I guess when I say that that George Lucas would have maybe taken risks with a story, I don't mean uh, like individual plot elements. Uh, but but he was talking about Jimmy Mack was talking about like the fact that Han, Luke, and Leia never reunited. We never saw them in a scene together, and we never will. And how that we never will again. You know, we're never going to see old Han and Luke and Leia. In a scene together. Yeah, that's that's that heartbreaking. And that is a risk that, that Lucasfilm took here, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's a storytelling risk. Because so many people want that to happen, and it's not going to. 
And that's something that, you know, maybe George Lucas would have given us that reuniting. I think he probably would have. So in that way, he may not have taken that risk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and also the fact that Han died, you know? That, that's a risk. No, but Han wanted to die. In the, the actor. In, yeah, the actor who played yeah. Han, he wanted to die in the sixth. Yeah, but I mean, Harrison Ford is... Of all the actors, of all the old actors in Star Wars, Harrison Ford is the most popular. I mean, he is a movie star and and continues to be. Whereas Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher, they're great, love them, but they haven't been like movie stars since Star mm-hmm. Wars has come out, right? Harrison Ford went on to do a lot of really big things, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of a risk uh, financially for them to to take their biggest actor and and say he's not going to be in these movies anymore because a lot of people we know i mean a lot of people i think a lot of people like your grandparents age went to this movie because harrison ford was in it (laughs) i mean you know they wanted to see a star wars movie but more than that harrison ford was in it and people go and see harrison ford movies because harrison ford's in them you know Mm -hmm. so it's a risk there too so so i guess you know i'm kind of backing off on my on my uh risk statement just wanted to throw that out there i love being wrong i love thinking of things different ways so so that's cool uh one thing that that i wanted to say that i know i said in the past before this movie ever came out and before rogue one i think i was talking specifically about rogue one um is that i don't know if i want my star wars to feel really real right i don't know if i want there to be a lot of gray area i kind of like it to be black and white good and evil simple story right Mm -hmm. something that i can that i can just kind of like not think about too much right Mm -hmm. but you know han dying you know it does make it a little more like make the stakes real like what what is at risk what could be lost um it's not quite as fantasy as it used to be but i do love it so, you know, I'm willing to go with this new direction where it's a little more gritty, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's still going to be plenty of fantasy, plenty of myth and, uh, you know, large, big, huge, you know, what does life mean kind of storytelling. I'm hoping that's still there. I think it will be. But it's a little more, you know, real. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm hearing a lot of people talk about Han's sacrifice. A lot of people are saying, like, Han's sacrifice was so emotional. Now, what is a sacrifice? What, do you guys know what a sacrifice is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, so it's like when you, if someone dies for the greater good, right? They die, mm-hmm. and by dying, they save all these other people, right? They are sacrificing themselves to save others. But was Han's death a sacrifice? Mm-mm. I don't think so either. I mean, in a way, you could say he was sacrificing himself for, like, his son, but he didn't know. He thought that his son was actually like wanting to go to the good side, though. Right, right. So you don't think it's a sacrifice either, Liam? No. No. I think the fact that it wasn't, or maybe it is. Maybe we'll find out how it was in the later movies, right? But the fact that it it didn't it doesn't seem to me like it was. That's what makes his death so hard to take for me. If his death was some sort of big bombastic sacrifice where he crashes the falcon into star killer base in order to save the resistance and the base blows up right and he goes out in this blaze of glory right Mm -hmm. then i wouldn't be so sad 
It wouldn't hurt so much, right? Mm-hmm. If he sacrificed himself, then then his death has his death mm-hmm. has meaning. Yeah. And right now, at least, it doesn't seem like it does. We might find out in the next movie or the next movie after that, you know, that his death is really the thing that that starts Kylo Ren on his path to redemption. Maybe that Kylo Ren feels so bad about it that it it starts him on this path toward the light. Maybe I don't know, but right now I wouldn't call it a sacrifice. Anyway, so we I had like a normal episode planned, but then the trailer for. The second half of Rebels Season 2 came out, and I wasn't going to watch it, and I thought we shouldn't watch it because Dave Filoni put out this great note that said, uh, you know, maybe don't watch it if you don't want to be spoiled. Here, I'm going to show you this. He, he, a uh, little picture of a loath cat with a sign that says, spoilers. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, so cute. that's cute. <laughs> Isn't that that's cute really cute. Yeah, you like that, Liam? Yeah. Yeah. So he said, I want to warn you in advance that the trailer is filled with spoilers, but I've seen so much of it. I'm going to watch it. And, uh, I didn't want to watch it without you guys. If you wanted to watch it with me, because I've seen so many like screen grabs on Twitter and stuff that I feel like I'm already spoiled with almost everything that's out there, but that doesn't mean you guys have to be spoiled. So if you don't want to watch it, that's fine, but I am going to watch it. But if you want to watch it with me, we can watch it and we can talk about it. And that'll be kind of probably most of the episode. So, do you want to watch it with me? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's watch it. <laughs> what? Is that a Sith? To defeat your enemy. <gasps> Is that? That's a Sith. You have to understand that. Holochronic. There's always a bit of truth in legends. <laughs> The Empire's making our travels around the Outer Rim tougher all the time. Everywhere we go, we run into those guys. If this keeps up, we'll never be able to help the Rebels establish a base. Senator Organa heard about our losses. He's sending us reinforcements. Sean Sindona, at your service. <laughs> Get down! Who's that? You're a princess. You don't have to risk your life doing this. I feel like because I can fight, I have to. For those who cannot. And I think you might be the same way. Oh my god. She's way different. I have a feeling this is going to be awesome. Oh my goodness. Oh. Jedi are ruling in their power. It will be their undoing. My gut tells me this is a trap. Is it wrong for me to fight? For me to protect my (gasps) friends? How did I choose to win? The question is... Growing your abilities are... And with them, danger. He's amazing. You should have seen him in person. He was my master. The dark side, it pulls at him. It calls to him. (gasps) Do seek 
call me Old Master. <gasps> Who's that? Darth Maul. Oh my gosh! Hang on! Too much shit and too much inquisitors and stuff. No. Ezra, don't! Ahsoka, why did you leave? Do you know what I've become? I was a lightsaber builder, the white guy. A oh, lightsaber builder. Ooh, the, the, the Jedi what temple guard. was that? What was that? So what did you see in that trailer? Wow. That was something, huh? Holy yes. cats. So Leia. Leia. Yoda. Yoda. That really surprised me. That surprised yeah. me the most. Yoda. Yoda surprised you the most? Leia. Yes. Leia. Leia surprised you the most, Liam? Yeah. Uh... Darth Maul? Oh, yeah. That was that Darth Maul? Yeah. Yes, that was Darth Maul. What the heck? Is he going to call me old master? Who's he saying that to? Ezra? Oh, uh, yeah, I <gasps> guess. But and Ezra's like holding a holocron. What is he Ezra doing? is getting pulled to the dark side. No. That's what it is. Oh, my goodness. So, so we have this... We have this pyramid-looking thing, right? Like, this mm -hmm. is like a Sith temple, basically, right? So, mm -hmm. is this... I wonder if this is, uh... Wow. I wonder if it's on uh, Moraband, which you guys haven't seen the very end of the Clone Wars yet, but I'm just gonna... Not really spoiling it, but... Someone visits Moraband and uh, confronts the spirit of Darth Bane, <laughs> um, who really isn't there, I don't think, because Sith can't be Force ghosts. So... So yeah, that's but interesting. Why? Look at that. That's almost like this, like the Starkiller base. It shot looks up almost in the like sky. the Korra, like the portal. It could oh, be the portal. portal in Korra. That's a good. That's a good point, Anna. So we're gonna watch it again on silence, and I'm just gonna pause it to talk about some things. I really love the design of those ships. They kind of look like the uh, the blockade runner, but they're instead of side to side, they're it's up and down, like the oh, yeah. the things that come out in the front of the ship. That's really cool. Um, so we have the, the, the two Inquisitors, the, the fifth brother and the seventh sister still. And it looks like uh, there's a new character, this new short kind of character. For a second there, I was like, Maz Kanata? But no, she looks nothing like Maz Kanata. But, and Chamson Dula. So he's alive! So Chamson Dula is still alive. Wow! Hera's dad. What do you think that's going to be like? I don't know. That is awesome. I don't know. Spoiler alert, this is awesome. <laughs> you yeah. should have put that spoiler Spoil alert. Oh, I'll have to put a spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. It's when, yeah. What does she say again? She says... I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, so Princess Leia is talking with Ezra. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. I mean, like, she knows... Is that Princess Leia? <sighs> that is Leia. Yes, not sure, but I. No, we're sure. How are we sure? But we're sure. It never said, it said Leia. It oh, said it princess. is. It is Leia. It said it princess, and who and who else could it be? No, we know that it's Leia. It's Leia. Uh, Starwars. dot com said like Princess Leia is going to be on. I think it's going to be actually the the next episode too. The episode Whoa. this week, I believe. Oh my gosh! That she's going to be on there. Oh, so. never, never. 
Yeah. Why are you like, You're a princess. You don't have to risk your life doing this. I feel like because I can fight, I have to for those who cannot. And I think you might be the same way. So. He talks different. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, voice actors, they, you know, they can't do exactly the same, but I think it's enough like Leia, Leia. in episode four. You know, she's younger. She's, you know, a few years younger than how she is when we see her there. I think there's a, a third Inquisitor that we see in this trailer, too, if you look really? closely. Um, oh, yeah. We see three Inquisitors now. <laughs> so what are those? Those are like temple guards. So we have the two Inquisitors in the middle of like a circle, and there's temple guards with all these yellow lightsabers, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like Jedi temple guards, right? They're not Jedi themselves, but they can, I think they can use the Force, can't they? I'm surprised if that's actually... Like, this isn't, like, a vision that the Inquisitors are having or something. That's one... Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten! Ten yellow lightsabers with ten temple guards using them? That is surprising to me. I have a feeling that their uh, lives will not end satisfactorily. <laughs> they, they probably will not survive this season. <laughs> Uh, but we see one of them like helping Ezra, uh, helping Kanan train. It looks like, which is really? pretty interesting. So it looks. Yoda! So let's talk about Yoda. Yeah, Yoda's uh, sitting on a little like log. He's sitting on a log, right? So what? Yeah. What, what do you think is going on here, Liam? It's showing like I I don't know, but it's just showing a little part of Yoda, of Yoda, like right. a picture. Uh huh. Like it's, it's like. It's like, like a 3D picture, uh-huh. and it, like it actually it shows like what's below him and what he's sitting on. Sure, sure. What do you think, Anna? Maybe it's a type of communication uh-huh. where you see each other uh-huh. in this big. It looks like space. Yeah. Where you see each other and you see what they're sitting on, but you don't see anything else. Sure, sure. So in season one. Uh, Path of the Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ezra communicates with Yoda. Uh-huh. And Yoda's just these little blinky lights. Yeah. Well, some time has passed. Maybe they're in the same temple. Yes, And that's Yoda what I was is thinking. choosing to show himself now oh. to Ezra. So it's kind of like a force ghost of someone who's not dead. Uh-huh. Right? Because he's able to, we know already that he's able to communicate, you know, long distances like that. So now he's just able to do it better. Maybe mm-hmm. he's learning more because we know he is learning how to. He's learning from Qui Gon how to become a Force ghost while he's on Dagobah, right? Mm-hmm. So, or maybe he is, he is learning. Yeah, he and oh, Obi Wan are both. Is, Remember at the end of Episode Three, Qui Gon goes there with this Force ghost and tells and helps Yoda. I believe that's kind of what's happening. I mean, maybe he doesn't and see Obi- him. No, not Obi Wan. But he is helping Obi Wan too. Qui-Gon is, right? Qui-Gon is training them. At the end of episode three, Yoda tells Obi-Wan that more training I have for you, right? An old friend is going to teach us from beyond. No, I think that was Something at like the that. end of episode one. No, no, at the end of three? at the end of three, yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. So I love how Yoda says How did I choose to win? The question is. How do you choose to win? You know, it's, it reminds me of Obi-Wan uh, when they're 
being sucked into the Death Star, and he goes, there are alternatives to fighting. If you choose to win by talking, Mm -hmm. then that's the good way. If you choose to win by killing, that's the bad way. If you're winning through defense, though, then, I mean, you know, what what choice do you have? You're going to defend yourself, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are pacifists in this world who would say that you should not defend yourself with violence. Um, striking back to defend yourself is also wrong. The Jedi never took it that far, right? They said, you know, the Jedi uses their power for defense, so they can. Obviously, they have lightsabers. Those aren't just used for opening cans, you know? (laughs) They're used for fighting uh, and killing if need be. But only if you have to for defensive reasons. But most, most Jedi actually don't take that rule. Well, they did when there was droids. They just well, sliced their head off because they're droids. And Palpatine probably made those made droids. So, like, if they made if they made humans, uh-huh. then they wouldn't want to kill them and they wouldn't fight. Right. But if they made droids, then they would fight and they wouldn't care and they would get into their anger and just start. Fighting. Yep, that's right, Liam. Killing. That's right. The Jedi joined the army and became Jedi generals, I think, much more easily because that army they were fighting against wasn't a, a sentient army. It was a, a robotic army, right? Now, I think that there's some interesting questions involved when it comes to droids in Star Wars. I'm not sure if they're ever going to get to those. <laughs> but, like, is there really nothing wrong with killing C-3PO? Yes. Is there? I mean, how different is it? <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, so, so I don't know, right? But everyone loves R two. Sure. Is there really nothing wrong with just throwing R two in a scrap heap and letting them get crushed to death? By yeah, a... there's something wrong. Is there? Okay. So Except... because because it seems like droids in Star Wars have some form of sentience, some self awareness. It's not just programming. There's something wrong for putting um, R2, uh, for killing R2 uh-huh. in the Republic, but not with the bad guys, not with the Empire, because oh. they want that to happen. But the Republic, he keeps a bunch of information. Oh, okay. So, so it's they only. Don't just throw them out. So you only respect the life of a droid if. They can serve you well. Is that what you're saying, Liam? Technically. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. We could get into a very deep philosophical discussion about the rights of sentience, of sentient beings, and whether or not those rights are dependent upon whether or not they can serve us, or is just by virtue of their sentience, do they have the right to continued existence without an external threat from someone else? Yes, Anna? If the droids are programmed to kill them, or at least hurt them, then yes, they would. Mm. But if the droids are programmed as allies, then no. Hmm. Interesting. So you're because punishing. So, so you're punishing the the droids for their programmers. Yes. But it's not the droids' fault. I know, but you you don't want to get killed, anyways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway. It's fun, but I'd be very surprised if they ever uh, if they ever go down that road in Star Wars uh, explaining droid rights. All right, 
So we have this image of Ezra like riding on these whales uh, in some sort of <laughs> space atmosphere, and he has a helmet on. They kind of look like the whales, like smaller versions of those whale, those space whales that we see in the Clone Wars. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. So we're gonna go just a little bit forward here, and and then What's we that? have this staff that Zeb is holding, this weird staff where there's a bunch of electricity coming off of it. What the heck is that thing? No idea. What is that? I just want the answer right now. <laughs> and now we're back to uh, we're back to the Sith Temple, and look at these statues. It it looks like uh, it looks like it looks like Medusa looked at them or something. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so Ahsoka said, "To defeat your enemy, you have to understand them." Right. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're traveling to this this Sith Temple, apparently. Maybe maybe it's not a temple. Maybe this is the training grounds for the Inquisitors. Who knows? So, and then we see Ahsoka showing Ezra a hologram of Anakin fighting. It's so I bet cool. it's so sad for Ahsoka, though. Oh, I know. Ahsoka, I know. I know Ahsoka knows. You know she knows, huh? I'm she, almost sure. Yeah, she's probably figured it out, huh? Have not he has not weared that suit before, Anakin, and also he doesn't have a scar on his face. So, do you think that that hologram is a hologram of Anakin before he ever met Ahsoka, when he was just a uh, kind of younger and training uh, more of a Padawan, right? Yes, he wasn't Jedi maybe yet. because he doesn't have the scar, and he also didn't. And also, that was a different suit. That could be. Like in the middle of one and two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which, uh, there's that comic series out now, and actually the first issue's out. I haven't picked it up yet, but I'm going to get that. So, uh, and that's Anakin. actually like a story that takes place in between one the and two. And so now we have like Oh, these, Liam, what are we seeing now? The, the ships, and they're guarding the um, Jedi Temple on Lothal. We have, well, so yeah, we that's see... that's the Jedi Temple. That is, that is the Lothal Jedi Temple that we saw in Season 1, isn't it? And yeah. we have these Imperial ships... Right? These are the same ones that, that shot rockets at the radio tower in season one. On the on the ground, we have an Imperial shuttle, most likely Vader, right? Mm -hmm. uh, some troop transports, right? Uh, I don't see any sign that there are any of our heroes in there, though. It's not like the Phantom is parked there, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they might be guarding it, Liam. That's a good point uh, to, to see, like, are they going to come there? Or maybe they just found out about it. And now they're going to destroy it. My guess is that's where Ezra is talking to Yoda. But Same with it'll me. be fun to see. And then and then they park all And then you see them inside it, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Okay, here's the guy training. Yeah, this, this Jedi Temple guard is talking to Kanan. And look at this pristine prequel era Jedi Temple cleanliness. <laughs> you know, cleanliness? like this... Right, I mean, it looks so... It doesn't look like something that that they would just find. Like, there's no way this room is just laying around. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's, like, a Jedi symbol? and I don't know. It seems like this is a vision or something. Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe some sort of hologram? Maybe. Like, a, <laughs> in Star Trek, there's a, the, uh, the holodeck. It's like a room that they go in on the ship. And it can look like anything. And then it makes people for you to talk to. And it's like an environment that you walk around in. Cool. You know, so I wonder if maybe they're doing that here. Because this seems, I don't know. I just can't imagine where else this would be. They're not on Coruscant, obviously. But maybe it's a Jedi temple somewhere that hasn't they been... Be on 
Seekers, huh? Yeah, they could be. That'd be a pretty bold move. And what's that? And then we have Ezra. Looks like he's in this big Sith temple and he's holding a Sith, Sith holocron. holocron. And then we have. He sticks out his Darth lightsaber. Maul! What the heck? Let's listen to this again. You seek knowledge. Call me Old Master. He's not moving his mouth on that. Is he saying that? No. He's uh, not even moving his oh, mouth. Oh, well, that's just, you know, it's it's a, it's a trailer, right? They always do weird things with editing and stuff. So maybe, you know, that's from a different scene. And then, you know, when you see him, it's whatever. It's not from the same scene. But, um, yeah, so you seek knowledge. Call me the Old Master. Hmm. Darth Maul is still Darth Maul still looking for an apprentice. I think. What do you think? Do you think it's possible that Ezra goes dark? No. No. Well, yes. Do you think they'd do that? Yes. What do you think, Liam? No. No. They might. I could see them doing it. Same with me. Oh, it would be hard, but I could see them doing it. I could see them doing it, but just I don't want to see them doing it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Droid fight. No, Ezra, don't touch it. <laughs> oh, here. So this I think this is the 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 other, uh, one. The other inquisitor. Third one. Yeah, it is. Okay. That looks like it's the high inquisitor. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Let's take a look at that inquisitor's foot. Whose foot does that look like? It's sticking up in the A back. chicken's! A chicken's. That's, <laughs> that is true. The foot and the hand. <gasps> is she like a version of a big chicken without wings? <laughs> oh my goodness. She's a Lissat. I Lissot. don't know what that foot looks like. That's a Lissat. That's a Lissat foot. Right? Oh my. Is that a Lissat? One of Zeb's people? Oh my god. Zeb is gonna kill <laughs> Zeb is going to kill him. <laughs> or him. I don't know. We don't know. It's impossible to tell. I think, I think it's, it's, it's probably most likely a girl. I think. think so? Looks like a girl. Yeah, it, oh, could, it be. could be. Do you see in the background, Kanan's lying on the ground. <gasps> is that Kanan? Oh, that Liam. That is Kanan. Oh my goodness. Liam. No, 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 no. Oh, that is Kanan. But he's moving. He's moving. It's okay. He's moving. <laughs> no, it's the pictures moving. He's no, no, moving. he was moving. Oh, look at those guys. Sabine! Some Mandos. Mandalorians. I think they were helping. Okay, so so yes, this is the old the little that? little little purple Yoda. Little purple grandma Yoda. <laughs> little right? purple grandma Yoda. And who's that oh, big guy? Oh you know what she she's a Lissop too, right? Oh, yeah. oh totally. Oh yeah. Who's oh, that big guy? This... That looks like Chewy. Okay. Who's that big guy? I don't know. The Liam. big guy looks like Chewie. No, that's not Chewie. But yes, this looks like the, Zeb is going to have some sort of staff, and this seems like it might be a Zeb story, right? Yeah. And this old Lasat. Oh, little Lasat. Oh, Mama Lasat. And what do you think about this? Is 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 Ahsoka hearing Anakin's voice speaking to her through the Force? And what is he saying? Ahsoka. Why did you leave? Do you know what I've become? Why did you leave? Do you know what I've become? Is he blaming her for becoming Darth Vader? I call 
fooey on that. Same with me. Wait, what did you say? Is he blaming her for becoming, what did I say? Becoming Darth Vader. Darth Vader. I um, call pooey. I call, I call fooey on that, Anakin. Me no too, fair. Tear in her eye. Oh, yeah. Well, it's oh, yeah. super sad. This is going to be tough. Yeah, it is. I think yes, we need to. Really so, tough. I think we need to emotionally prepare ourselves yes, for do. the death of Ahsoka Tenho. I hope it doesn't happen, but I don't know how it's not. And there's probably going to be other sad stuff. Yeah. And then she turns around and puts down her. The thing is. What? <gasps> go back, go back. Oh my gosh, go back. go back. We have a lot to talk about there. Okay, so. Go back. No. Yeah, I know. I know which part you want to talk about. <laughs> and that looks like one of Sabine's bombs. Yeah. He has a red lightsaber. Yeah, why does Kanan have a red lightsaber in this dojo area? Look at all the lightsabers behind him. I told you Holy. he's a lightsaber maker. Oh, that's why you said maybe this. this uh, this person who looks like a Jedi guard is a lightsaber maker. Yes. Because look at all those lightsabers. Those are awesome. Maybe stole them from General Grievous. Maybe maybe one of those is the lightsaber that we see Ezra ignite. It looks like Kylo Ren's, but it's green, though. It's Kylo Ren's, That's the same planet. Those are the same statues as... Yes. On this planet statues. with what we assume to be a Sith temple. Okay, I have to get prepared for this. Why are they giving me lightsabers again? Huh? Where are they? Did he find that on there? Maybe there was a Jedi who went there and he was, and the Jedi was killed and and there's a lightsaber left. Now that lightsaber looks like Kylo Ren's, but the the actual hilt is pretty polished. You know, it's a it's a well put together lightsaber, whereas Kylo Ren's was, you know, pretty ragged. So there's no, you know sparks flying from this one because the kyber crystal is not cracked i'm, I'm assuming that's why it could be like just so it could be cracked but in three parts could be so in the visual guide we know from the page from where kylo ren's lightsaber is you know that he based the design on an ancient lightsaber design right so ezra found an ancient lightsaber i wonder if he's going to use it and Ahsoka gets out two lightsabers, and what is she? Who is she fighting? Well, the it looks like the new Inquisitor. And then oh. there's another person by the side. Oh yeah, another person, another Inquisitor. Is that what you're talking about, Liam? Maybe, but there's a, I don't know if it's another Inquisitor. What do you mean when she gets out her lightsaber? Yeah, oh, so she takes out her two lightsabers, which is awesome the way she takes them out. Look at that. It just looks so cool. I think that's why she does it. It looks so cool. No, Kanan. that's the that's Oh, and Kanan. Kanan and Ahsoka are fighting the fifth brother. Yeah, that's the fifth brother. Mandos are shooting. Seventh and sister. Seventh sister and Ezra. And yeah. here's Darth Vader and Ahsoka so just leaping. Two lights. Oh, she is. Oh, my gosh. That's got to be so hard for her and for him. Oh, what have they become? <sighs> best friends, worst enemies. That's yep. what happened. Best friends to worst enemies. Like Vader and Obi-Wan. Huh. So, there's the second half of season two of Rebels. Looking forward to that. What do you guys... I'm what? scared Which episode that. are you most looking forward to of all those that we saw? I don't I mean, know. I think I when know. they visit the Sith 
temple when i assume i I think that's gonna be super interesting Uh, is that where maul is and then that's where vader is also and the the inquisitors could they all be there at the same time could you imagine that battle would dark what would dark maul if he said do if he saw darth vader would he want to fight vader yes yes (laughs) can you imagine vader versus maul there was an old dark horse star wars uh comic one of those like what if comics the infinities or whatever, where um, Darth Maul and Darth Vader fought. You know, and back then, it was before the Clone Wars, so everybody assumed, well, Darth Maul's dead, so that could never actually happen. But now it might. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so cool. So, we do have news, but we'll do that, we'll do that next week. And canon news, of course, we'll continue that next week. So, I have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Knock, knock. Who's there? Jack. Jack who? Jack who? Oh, no, actually, uh, Tatooine. But I could see how you'd make that mistake. <laughs> Jack who, Tatooine. <laughs> it's okay, you can let the laughter out, Liam. <laughs> Don't do your silent laugh. Come on. <laughs> A little stinker. That's a funny one. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I'm yeah, proud of that one. Yeah, thanks. You, could, you should do Juck, not Jack. Jakku? Jakku. It's fine. Jakku is an alternate pronunciation of Jakku. <laughs> Huck said Jakku, so. You know what time it is, Anna? Time for the... No, it's not time to polish all of your hydro spanners because the hydro spanner inspector is coming over. It's time for Stump the Lump! Okay, what do you have for me, kids? For reminding you listeners, this is uh, our weekly quiz show uh, in the vein of Stump the Chump from Car Talk. And uh, the kids come up with a question. They see if they can stump me. What is the question this week, Liam? No, Anna said the question. Oh, Anna. Okay. Where on Jakku does Finn and Poe land? Uh... Oh, the... You might get this one, Daddy. Mm, I might get this one. I want to say the Kelvin Ridge. Liam, is is that your guess? Uh, no. It's the the Gozan Badlands. (laughs) It's the... Goes and Badlands, uh, Badlands of Jakku. So yes, that's yes. Enough. You got it right. Wow. <laughs> the Goes Badlands. I tried to pick something that you might and might not know. Probably not, but maybe. Thank you for not picking another blaster designation. Good question. job, Daddy. <laughs> hey, thanks. I am not the lump today. Nope. No. Nope. You aren't. No you. lumpy for me. 
Okay, I think with that, we're just going to call this episode done. Kind of a short one today, but that's okay. They can't all be long. They can't all be, you know, super professional and well put together. So, thank you for listening to episode 24 of Children of the Force. If you want to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter, at Force Children. On Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Our email is forcechildren at gmail.com, and our website is childrenoftheforce.com True. While you're on our website, click on the link on the left-hand side of the page that says Send Children of the Force a voicemail and that'll take you to a SpeakPipe page where you can leave us a voicemail from the comfort of your computer. As Chancellor Palpatine would say Do it! Ooh, got a stereo do it. That was nice. One from each side, yep. And finally, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. And if you don't, FN2199 will call you a... Traitor! Alright, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And... May May the the Force be with you. you!